Hello, and welcome to the CEO Blind Spots Show, where leaders reveal their blind spots and best practices. I'm your host, Birgit Camps, and today's guest is Fritz Brinkman, CEO of Align Midstream Partners II, a company focused on serving producers' needs in emerging and established basins within the U.S. So welcome to the show, Fritz. Oh, thank you, Birgit. I really appreciate you having me here tonight. Yeah, it's only taken almost a decade to get us here, but we are here, and I appreciate you taking the the time. I know that as far as your successes go, you have actually started and sold several companies. And when I introduced you, I mentioned Align Midstream Partners 2, and our listeners can guess there was a 1, and you were involved in Align Midstream Partners 1 and successfully sold it. But prior to that, I know you also started Nexus Gas Partners and you sold that within 14 months of founding that company. And you just have a track record of starting things, adding value and making it making it a win-win scenario for a lot of people who are involved. So I was wondering, what are one or two of the reasons that you attribute to your success? You didn't start off in life with a silver spoon. So tell us a little bit, what has made you so successful? Well, I feel like one, I give my grandfather a lot of credit for the way he raised me. I'd say we didn't have much, but he had a value system that was driven by hard work. And that was something that has paid off. And I think he also had the vision when you have a circumstance show up, you made no excuses for anything. Anyway, I think that served me very well. So in a way that was your mentor, right? My grandfather, yes. Yeah. The one thing is he was so interested, but he he really stayed his distance. And my grandfather had very high expectations and I never wanted to disappoint him. So that worked out very well for me and served me in uh, future life. Yeah. And I think the other was I've always set few goals, but huge goals. And one of the things that I tried to live by was to always have the determination to follow through on my plan, regardless of obstacles, criticism, circumstances, and what other people say, think, or do. And I memorized that when I was in high school. What was the trigger? What made you all of a sudden in high school do that? Because that's, again, fairly early on in life to realize that. At that time, it was mainly in sports. Mm -hmm. I was driven back then to to be the best I could be every day, whether it was baseball, football, or basketball. And how did that end up leading you to be a golden glove boxer? My grandfather, when I was five, he made me start boxing with him every day. And I was right-handed. I couldn't use my right hand because he made me box left-handed because he always said if you couldn't knock him out with either hand, you were going to get a lesson learned or two along the way. So anyway, but there was a lot of discipline in that just from working out with him every day. Would you say then as a leader, did you come to the point where I think you said your your grandfather kept his distance, had high expectations, and I guess expected you to, to do your best? How did that translate as you led people? Well, I think the first experience that I had with that when I actually went to work at Northern Natural Gas back when I was 21, we had a situation where we would start overhauling a compressor on Monday. And these people are all 20, 25 years older than I was, and they would always miraculously finish the job on Friday night at four. And so my goal was to get it done first by Friday at noon, and then we got it done by Thursday night. And then we ended up actually getting it done by noon on Wednesday. And so then I went to him with a recommendation of taking two 10-hour days to complete one and then have two more 10-hour days. We get two done a week instead of one. And it was kind of like the growth speed and excellence was always kind of my value system. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. And I picked that up very young from my grandfather. And, you know, your reputation preceded you. And I remember people talking about not only do you have decades of experience in this industry, and as you just said, since you were 21, but somehow you have relationships that till this day, occasionally when we'll have lunch, you'll get a call from someone that whether it's been 20 years or, or two months, it seems like, you know, so many people in this industry, and it's really easy for you to get things done that most other people don't get done. So I wonder what inspired you to, I guess, keep in touch with people for decades? Well, one thing for me, I've always valued relationships, even when I was very young. And it was very important to me. You always try to maintain your value system through those relationships. And if you want a friend, you got to be a friend. And mm. I've got a friend of mine that always tells me, yeah, you hold their heart right in your hands. Mm. And he said, and they know it. And yeah. so anyway, relationships have always been important to me. And, and I've always felt like I think some people always thought I was more directed to the affiliation, but I always combined it with achievement yeah. in building those relationships. And in, in fact, I think someone called you the data bank of new trends or <laughs> new information. It's always been fun to, to learn and to grow. I think that is the one thing. It doesn't matter whether you're 21 or 74, you got to be learning every day. And especially, you know, with the speed of everything today, I think it's really important that you keep developing skill set and expanding them. And I, I focus on that weekly, trying to see where I can be better and how can you provide better space for the people that are working around you with you uh, so that it creates a, a greater result for everybody. Well, I mean, I know you've been extremely successful. You continue to be. So then, of course, I'm wondering, as a leader, did you ever struggle managing people? Yes. I think the one thing that always bothered me was when I had people working for me and I wanted them to develop to their absolute full potential. And, and then I had a mentor tell me, just let them be who they are. And it hit me really hard because I was like, oh, wow. I didn't realize I was so blind to that. I live to work and there's some people that work to live. <laughs> yes. So, so the aha moment was when your mentor had you realize that. Yes, it was. Well, I think that that definitely applies. And especially today, a lot of people have different values. So I appreciate you sharing that. And Fritz, you've been in this industry so long, you've been through a lot of crisis. So what have you done to make it through crisis? And what tips do you have for other leaders in times of, of challenge? Well, I think it's one of those things where your challenges uh, is where you got to really buckle down and get more courageous and more assertive and take on what it is in front of you. You can't be stopped by the, uh, the circumstance. Yeah, I think one thing that... Uh, works very well is to have, like I had my grandfather as a uh, young person, and then I've had mentors along the way that have helped me through all the years, and to always have a coach. You never get out in front of your skis as long as you're getting coached and learning and, and growing from that process, and I think it's the most valuable thing for anybody to always have a great coach. And I think I get I give my grandfather credit for that because he would never let you, uh, let you sit there with a uh, something to stop you. Mm -hmm. And that is something it's like when COVID, I kept traveling and even everybody telling me not to. It was it was one of those things I felt like it was an advantage to be out there talking to people when the, maybe the rest of the population wasn't out doing it and keep moving. Yeah. yeah, I think the challenges like that, I would always look at how to get outside the box. 
and how to be more creative and think in a different way and look at the things that are, try to visualize what's changing as a result of a circumstance and then try to develop a plan around that. And a lot of it to me was always exerting more energy, but trying to do it in a way that's beneficial. And I think that's served well over time. Yeah. You know, when you, you have a change like COVID, you look at it and see where's, where is the opportunity here? And you look at what's happening in the industry and you look at, you know, what strategy could make sense right now? What's missing and what are people not doing that they were and where's the opportunity? And then to put in the energy to capitalize on that. Well, I think that summarizes you pretty well because you have the energy of a 20-year-old and you keep on going and you never allow circumstances to stop you. So I really appreciate you being willing to come on here and share your experiences. And and I know if people want to know more, they can go to alignmidstream.com. But thank you again for sharing and for continuing to exert the energy to keep on going. Thank you very much, Birgit. It's been fun working with you and also to go through this process.